Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the nikki glazer podcast Here's Nikki. Hello. Here I am. Welcome to the Nikki Glazer Podcast. <laughs> Andrew's already here. What's up, glasses? <laughs> and shave face, baby. And shave face glasses. New look. New year. New, look, new year. <laughs> new year. You just were on Instagram this morning. Someone sent me your story that said, I'm uh, please. It said, no, it didn't say please. It said, recommend a good tr- personal trainer that will come to me. Yeah. It was a demand. <laughs> yes. It was and someone goes shouldn't it say uh, recommend a personal a good personal trainer who will come to me and I said oh, yes that's God. true uh, but whatever. I'm not um, training my brain. Yeah, we know that. Um <laughs> one bound. Um so Amtrap. <laughs> 
<laughs> choo choo. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't what know percentage what... of that is you actually looking for a personal trainer because you can't find one via Google? And what percentage of that is you wanting to get a little bit of a freebie from someone who? Oh, you... no freebie. Mm-hmm. No freebie. Okay. I'm not looking You're for a freebie. Tr- why can't you just ask? Uh, why don't you just? Well, Brenna recommended that she would do it. Because I think that there's an old-fashioned way of like, hey, who's the best in town? Oh, there you is an old-fashioned way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. you. Wait, yeah, so I, Brenna I said she might my, be your personal trainer? She said she would do it, but I... I, I thought I, she would be great at it. She really would be, but I just think like... I only like being told what to do so much. You know what I mean? And a personal trainer, you're just... <laughs> Brenna, you could be like, no, I don't want to do that. And you, But a personal trainer, you're going to... Sometimes I it. try to impress strangers more than my, you know, my girlfriend or my best friends. Totally. <laughs> it's so pathetic. I don't know why that someone, brain thing is like that. I, I do it all the time, I think. Why Even is today that, I think? went to the lounge in our building and um, I started working as soon as one other person was in there. <laughs> yeah. It just, and it wasn't like I was trying to impress them. It just, and I was doing some work in the lobby in my hotel the other day and there was a chance to sit in this chair like, behind this woman or at this table where this woman was next to me working. And it just makes me work harder to All have people around. Is a stranger. If I'm alone in a gym, not going to do as impressive of a job. If I'm on a treadmill in front of some like fit people, uh, that's going to be a good workout with I mean, good there's posture. There's a reason why classes exist, I guess. But yeah, I don't know why, but it's like, I think you know, it's competitiveness. Want- I think you yeah. both have a competitiveness in you. I know, but why wouldn't I want to impress the person that I want to actually really impress the most? Because you know that they they they're they are fooled by you. Yes, they, yeah. they're not going to be fooled by you, <laughs> yeah. or um, yeah, you know they they know the real you. So you know you're because we project so much different because we know how we feel about strangers and how much we like. In, fill in the blanks of what they're presenting, and like, oh my god, their life must be. She, I look at a girl with like multiple necklaces which yes i wear multiple necklaces now but i go her life must be so organized she must have like a cute house that's clean and like she cleans it herself and she has like different soaps that she like loves the sense of and like she shops for them especially yeah candles and scents and it's like her special scent and she like knows what flowers she likes and like and can name them like has all like different opinions kind of, about yeah. things like knows what she likes whereas i'm just someone a who's sunday like, with her grandma i don't need to do that Pass. That's where you draw the line. No, I was just writing a, a sample chapter of my book and attempting to, and I was t- talking about some hotel I was staying at, and I was like, I, I picked this hotel because, uh, you know, a, a production company was putting me up in L.A., and I had never stayed there as a guest in L.A., where I got to pick the hotel, where they're like, anywhere you want to stay, we'll pay. And I was like, instead of Googling it or doing research, I just went with the hotel that I knew a rich friend of mine who has good taste and, like, dresses cool. Stayed Ask at. a friend. Ask him. Didn't even point. ask him, but it it goes to this thing but of my knew. life. But you knew that I they ra- liked it. I I would rather, in some aspects of my life, trust someone who I project coolness onto than what I actually like. Yes. Now that makes sense. Like uh, like music. I know what I like. Uh, movies, TV. I know what I like. Um, clothing. I'm somewhere in between. I will sometimes wear things that I don't like because they just, I know th- that they're cool. You know? My whole life, this is who I am. I was a skateboarder. But do you like I like the Rage Against you... the Machine. I Did mean, you they actually were okay. like them? 
they were okay. Right. But I got in. That was my, you know, we've both kind of been that way of being like a, ever with a chameleon. Music and comedy and TV. Like I knew that I had good taste in those aspects. Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. But I mean, when it's... it comes to fashion, home decor, cars, <laughs> uh, sense. Sense yeah. is the one that I will never reach a place. Not never, but I don't. I don't trust what I think smells good in terms of perfume. I just, that is something for some reason I will just blindly trust someone who looks clean and pretty, like whatever they wear. I now, will just is that get because it you without fe- smelling it. Do you feel and like you don't use, like even before a COVID thing, sense of smell? I'm stained. I innately don't. I, I'm a stained person. That's how Meaning I feel. Meaning you're gross. I'm gross. Okay. And so I don't know what good i don't know what clean and neat and crisp and beautiful smell like because i feel that way yeah with food even though i love food but if i'm out at a restaurant i'll go to my friend who like i assume knows food or knows wine i'll just be like what is that because i don't even i can't even wrap my brain Uh, around like i would not do that for seafood because i know what i like (laughs) yeah and I, I feel like I have a very well. You refined. have a very yeah, but for me, like I, I'll eat a pretty but much that's anything. Smart, it sounds like because you were you I'm were trusting doing it someone not, else that you were doing it out of. I want to experience new things. I'm doing it out of I don't trust what I like because I do like certain smells. I love the orange uh, Myers <laughs> cleaning scent. It's gardenia. I fucking love it. Okay, that's but a start. I've I've bought perfumes before that I go. You know what, Nikki, you like this, get it. And then I show it to my friends who are like clean and beautiful mm-hmm. people that are just like naturally. And they're like, it's all right. And I'm just like, I shall never wear it again. I can't. I will abandon something I like in terms of when it comes to aesthetics and uh, smells. Okay. Instantly. If now, do you ask your boyfriend cool. if they like that smell? Um, my the guy I'm seeing hates any scent. Any scent of yeah, a woman. Yeah, but he only has 60% of his smell back so from having COVID. Yes. So, And I think he's exaggerating a little bit because why not? But because let me just tell you, when I had a UTI, things were not great one morning. And if he smelled it, I smelled myself. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck? It, you know what it smelled? I, I'm just going to be honest here. Yeah. When I had a, I had a UTI, as I disclosed the other day. And it's it's totally gone. I'm still taking the antibiotics, but it's gone. And um, yeah, I not. don't ha- like I my <laughs> pussy will smell sometimes just like from no 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 don't do that. <laughs> It'll just you know you have like a if yes. you have a vagina out there or a girlfriend that has a vagina. Some days it's just gonna like smell because you haven't washed it in a while, and it's like you know urine, uh, just must uh, sweat. Just, you know, like uh, the way a shirt would smell if you wore it all day. It's like, mm-hmm. it's not like, but then there's this one kind of smell that I've only smelled before. Um, in the bathroom at Sirius, when we used to work there, some days I would walk in and there would be a fog of just a, almost a ghost of a, a bacterial infection. Like it you would could be, almost see it. It was, it smelled like a fish market. It yeah. was so thick. And putrid. It felt like I was in, uh, you know, it would be like a cartoon smell, yeah, yeah, you know, that yeah. you could see. And some days you just walk into a stall and be like, that poor woman. She yeah. obviously has BV, bacterial vaginosis. Like there's a bacterial thing going on, and she doesn't know because she's smelling it constantly, or she does know it. But I smelled that smell on myself unintentionally one morning after after the first night of feeling like I was coming down with something. I slept on it. 
but like I didn't know what to do. I slept with a towel between my legs because my vagina was just like weeping Pepe all night. It was just huh? like tearing up. And in the morning, I felt fine. Like I was just in bed, like laying there, and I felt fine. And I'm, you know, smooching my my man and like getting a little amorous. And then we start hooking up. I'm in the mood for it. And oh my god, I was like horrified yeah. at how bad I smelled. Like, and I was like, oh my god, something's wrong. And I, if he had his sixty percent of his smell back, he would have stopped. What he was doing? Oh, he you wasn't think going he down has on me. less than sixty percent? Then only because I could smell <laughs> it from where I was, and he was not like he was closer to it. He wasn't going down on me, but yeah. he was closer to it. If he didn't have any reaction, which I saw, like we're close enough that he'd be like, "Babe, what's going?" You know, like it was at that point I was about to say something. I put a pillow over my face because I couldn't enjoy what was happening. You were killing yourself because yeah, of that, how that bad, bad was. Now you think... <laughs> and that's why I think he has less than 60%. <laughs> I thought this whole time that you were talking about that he was lying about have, I that he had more than 60. No, but, no, I think he has less. So you think your puss smelled so bad a guy with, I don't know, 7% could have smelled that I, thing. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I think he's probably down to 10%, but whatever it was, it didn't cut through because... Maybe he, that's the cure. Well, maybe it did maybe, and he just didn't tell me. Maybe but it was a 10 and he then He would not have been able to stay hard. <laughs> the horrible smell, smell of your pussy got him to 60. Like it opened up his nostrils. I, oh yeah, it's like smelling salts. Like it like <laughs> could wake someone up. It was so bad. So uh, what did you do? Did you stop? Shout the out to business? any girls out there that have had smelly pussies. I, it happened to me. I'm a clean person, and it happened to me. It wasn't my fault. It was just I. Can had, you bottle that? <laughs> Maybe oh this my, is a business. It was. There was so that one girl. She made two hundred grand selling, selling farts. Farts. I know. You got to sell BV. No one wants that. Farts guys really get off on. I'm sure there's one guy who's fetishizes like you know bacterial infections in yeah. women's vaginas but um, a dead tuna yeah what what so what did you do did you you stop the ship you said no Look. we finished i put a p pillow over my head it was feeling good it didn't feel bad it was just there was the smell of something bad that later came back because for whatever reason the infection would like heat up at night and really hurt at night but in the morning i didn't feel it at all i just smelled the aftermath and i was like jesus christ and I then i realized that's the smell i smell in the bathroom sometimes when i go in after a woman and you, she's long gone i mean yes. she was there weeks ago and it's you can still smell it and you go what happened to her and now i know it's just she has a uti i've experienced you know working as a fishmonger i experienced a similar kind a, of feel a, a fish had a UTI. <laughs> yeah, I fucked a fish. I mean, yeah. burned my dick. No, I, I. You would smell like it. I would. Yeah, dude. And you just—it's very embarrassing. You know it. You try to pretend that no one else knows it, but everyone knows it. Oh. And you know, it's like bad breath. I don't know. I don't know what you do. But do you put an breath, Altoid in your pussy? What do you? You gotta. Yeah, you, I would. I would. They think there should be little Listerine yeah. pack, pack strips for your pussy <laughs> yeah. because it's wet enough down there that strip they would dissolve. For a strip. Yeah. That's a good idea. No, you just don't have sex when you have a UTI. I didn't know I had a UTI at that point. Yeah. I just thought it was a little stingy the night before. And then I... But <laughs> you threw a Mentos in I your pussy, it would explode like thought, a Diet Coke. <laughs> oh, my God. It would start foaming. I never thought I would be able to admit that my vagina stank, ever. Good for and you. And I'm really proud of myself. Right? But yeah. I, I don't even think I would have done it three months ago. <laughs> I'm not kidding you because it's so humiliating to be some, but I realized in that moment, much like I realized a lot of things that I feel such shame for, I didn't want it to smell. It's not so, it's yes. not inherently who I am. I just had a lot of fucking sex before that. I got a UTI, which is a common thing. And one of the side effects is that you have a smelly pussy. 
And I washed it as soon as I could. It wasn't like I was like, oh, you know, I'll just wing it. I knew he had COVID nose, so he wasn't smelling it, or else I would have stopped things. If I would have seen any kind of grimace on his face or yes. like the hairs on his beard start to singe off, yes. I would have <laughs> stopped things. COVID nose. So I um, knew we could keep going because he had COVID nose. Uh, it is. There's something wonderful about uh, having a guy that has no sense of smell. Yeah. Or anything. Because now I can wear perfumes and stuff because he used to hate that stuff. And now I'm like, oh, I can kind of It's like flicking off a blind guy. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Or telling a deaf guy, go fuck yourself behind his back. It's a, it's a, it's like having a guy with no sense of taste or smell. Flicking off a blind guy is so funny. I've never even thought of that. Um, What's it like living with your lady? How it's been um, less than a week. Yeah, we're still in the stage of just getting Moving. Amazon boxes, and it's like we haven't even had time to just like. You're last... living in more of a cardboard box than most homeless people right now, based on how many boxes are in your. Yeah, honestly, and uh, I gotta tell you, it feels good. I don't know. I think it's my future, to be honest. But um, no, you just break down fucking boxes. That's all our lives are, and maybe the people that live in houses don't have to break down the box. Maybe they could just put it what do you out think there. No, no, no. You think you just stack boxes in the street, and then who breaks it down for you? The garbage man. Tom Petty. What? Break down. Go ahead. No. Give it to me. One bound. Amdur, one bound. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, yes. Well, I've been breaking down boxes in this house. Yes. Hold. Forever. And you've done some of them for me. They're, it's it's fucking hell. Yes. Yes. It's hell. I don't know why. It's it's The first three, it's great. It's like you rip them and you fucking feel well, that. you got to like, do it with a knife. You got oh, That makes it so much easier, yeah. dude. Mm. I know I cut with your, myself though. Oh it, no, you wouldn't. You just slice down the middle, and then it's so much easier. Right. Oh god. Yeah, I think there's probably a YouTube video that will instruct you. Just go you. down the side of the, the middle, slice it, yeah. and then rip the sides because they come off easier when you have a. If you want to see ADD, look at how I rip boxes. I know. I I bet it's the same way you chew a straw. Yeah, it's it's ugly. It's yeah. a mess. It's it's and a, it just makes messes everywhere. Then little pieces fly yeah. off. It's there's and then no you spend time getting the little pieces each one. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a mess. mess. But anyways, so other than that, I mean, I fucking love it, dude. I feel so at ease with her, and um, I don't know. There's like n- there really is no percentage in me and being like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Yeah. There, it's just not there, and it's weird that it's not there to me. But it's not, and I'm I'm really. Like, I love her coming home and, like, watching. We're watching The O.C. again, which I've oh seen, like, God. 40 times. California. Is she, like, mocking the fashions and stuff? Because she was just a baby when that stuff was going on. So she doesn't. Oh, yeah. She was an embryo she, when. But, when, I mean, uh, like, it was just so normal to us. But is there anything that she's observing in it as someone who was it, it a child? It holds up, actually, okay. I think. And, I, you know, I God, always. Seth was so cute. I always Jesus thought I was Christ. a Seth. Because oh, I'm I Jewish and in a Christian he's town, he's funny. And I remember I told my buddy Casey, I go, you know, I was watching it again a couple of years ago, and I was like, I'm such like a Seth. He's like, you're fucking the dad. You're you're older yeah. than the dad. Your eyebrows first <laughs> of all, Peter Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, dude. If anything, I might be the grandpa. Like, like <laughs> I was like literally like attributing myself still to Seth, and I'm just like, he's like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? And, I still uh, want to be Kelly Kapowski or. Yeah. Oh, yeah, back then, though. Like, you could watch it back then and still relate to yourself now. Like yeah, a, I mean, yeah. I think that they still... There was something else I was watching recently where I was like, I 
or you know, even Sex in the City, like old episodes, I still look at them as like adults. I, and even though they're younger than ah, uh, yeah, yeah, like it's like I'm older than LeBron James, and maybe because he's tall, maybe taller people seem older. <laughs> that could be. <laughs> No, but you know what? I don't know what it is. Like no, because some... you always thought of basketball stars when you were a kid. Yeah, as that's older, true. Yeah, and I yeah. think it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so weird when you how that doesn't change though. How I can still I still watch Sex and the City and they seem like old ladies to me. And I mean now they are. Yeah, but like this the original one. Did you watch any of the new ones? I saw half of the first season or oh, first. I'm sorry, first episode. That's enough. When she started doing the podcast thing, oh god, it made me. So hate myself for doing podcasts. It's, That's how bad it was. I know. I know. Also, it, the other co-host, I, I mean, Bobby Lee, great, whatever. Did that other woman in it? She just came off in it, that elevator where she's like, "You better." She's kidding. Oh, so it cat. made me want to smoke pot though. She's just like smoking pot in that <laughs> elevator. I was like, God, that looks so good. Um, let's take a short break and we'll come back with the Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. 
Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get to the news for the first time this week. Let's do it. I mean, it's been a while. I hope you had all the swells out there. It's been about a couple of weeks. It's Wednesday, folks. You know Wait, what you didn't means? let me play the... It is Wednesday. All right, let's play it now. Okay. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Okay, a scorned woman stuffs dead fish through her ex's mail slot daily as revenge in the hopes that he will want her back. She calls it my toxic trait. So Wait, there's, what? There's a TikTok trend right now of people putting up their toxic traits. This is a lot on TikTok of people doing like horrible shit, knowing that it will get views. Oh God! And they'll be like, "Do for the talk, do for the talk, beat the shit out of that old man, or whatever, you know, yeah. whatever it is, to just get one viral video." Like, I'm, I don't know how many people have gone to jail to get a viral video, but man. it's probably been a lot. So this girl every day puts a dead fish, and she filmed herself doing it. Yeah, and it's called my toxic trait. And everyone's like, "Oh, you're so quirky. Oh, this is so funny." Has he? seen this yet or has he responded to her has he reached out to her i don't know no do we know if there was a response did it investigate that hard but it has over two million views i mean what have you done out of spite that i yeah that's a good question i'm too lazy to be spiteful well that's not ever gonna get a guy back like i feel like it's such a hard place to be in when you get rejected and you want someone back because the only way to really get them back is to act like you don't care yeah. There's nothing you can do, and doing nothing is so fucking hard. And, you Does know, she it's... buy a fish every morning? You know? You know what they say. She's Teach doing it for the talk. She's not doing it to get this guy back. Yes, There's no way she exactly thinks this is going to work. That's life. Like, life right now is for the internet, oh, not man. for the person that you're. It's a stranger. Yeah. It's a stranger thing. I just. Caring uh, about the stranger. It is. And, and celebrity. Yeah. I, um, I'm trying to think of anything. I mean, I've been terrible to people that have hurt me before. And I like, 
I really regret some of the things I did. I mean, I, I you know, Zach Sherwin was on our show, MC yeah. Mr. Napkins, who uh, he doesn't go by that name anymore, but he was a guy I dated and he wrote a rap song about me that hurt my feelings after we broke up. And I mean, if I did had everything. COVID knows, you would have co- been fine. <laughs> you know oh what I mean? God. COVID knows would have saved you there. That would have. Oh, my God. I did. I did date a guy once who had no sense of smell. Oh, yeah. And uh, when we hooked up for the first time, because it was like a long distance thing. And then we met up in a city and um, that we were both visiting and we got to the hotel and he took a shit and didn't know how bad it smelled. And I was like. Really turned off by the smell, but I still hooked up with him. But he, I, I just knew that he didn't smell it. But he, I feel like you would be extra vigilant if you didn't know. I think yeah, your that, other senses, you, know you could hear you, how loud this shit hit the water. Like other things would pick up would on just the fact. Be so paranoid about smelling because you have no sense of smell that you would, you know. But he didn't get. I mean, that was just a thing. Um, no, so I've done. I've done things to, I, I know I wanted to make him feel really bad for what he, I just wanted to make him hurt as much as he had hurt me. And these were all, uh, every time I've done that, it's been a guy that I pretty much have, you know, said, oh, they're never going to like me again. I might as well just. I mean, it sounds cheesy, but like the person you're hurting over and over again is yourself because you're letting, you're not letting it go. So oh, yeah. every day it's like. And you still like them because yeah. <laughs> love and hate are the same thing. It's just like the opposite. Yeah, I mean, the idea that this girl goes and buys a fish every morning instead of moving on. The worst on. is if you don't care. When someone doesn't care about you and yeah. just moves on, that's the most painful thing you could do to someone. I love the idea of this guy, like, making fish with his eggs every Like, thanks. Wow. Free fish. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he did, like, a subscription service. <laughs> and he forgot. So, he did it late night on Amazon. And he's like, no, no cardboard either that I have to... Like just a fish every morning. Stack up. Uh, have you ever done anything spiteful? Um, no, I'm, no, I'm going to ask you next. So you're on deck. I think I've done things in the moment, like in college, in jealous rage. Have you ever said my biggest fear is just someone saying something super mean to me after a rejection? That's why you know I've said this before. It's why I never liked to criticize anyone because I feel like they can just come back at me and say the meanest thing. No, I've never been in a relationship where, like, if I'm ending it, like, I don't want to add to that, obviously. But in reaction... No, if they end it with you. So there was a time... They're like, I don't want you anywhere. You're fat. Like, that kind of thing that guys do sometimes. Well, she had a close guy friend who I could have swore they were fucking. And I got drunk, and I knew that he was over there. And I went over there, like, in a jealous, drunk rage in college, Mm. pounding on the door... Like Yeesh. that whole look. Oh, I fought a guy in a bar over her and um, literally over her. Was they this were... one of the guys she was grinding with? Oh, no, that was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. told you. That yeah, she was grinding with the guy. I was hammered. I it walked... was actually Tom Takar who had that story, but I love that you also had a girlfriend who was grinding with guys and you just had to watch. Oh, really? But I just confused your story. Like, yeah. Oh. But that's yeah. the thing that girls just did to make guys jealous. She was just go gr- grind and be like, what? I'm dancing. Yeah, I'm just fucking. That's just, we're just dancing. His but your pants is, are off. Ugh, it's like crazy. Yeah, so the, they're grinding. Yeah. And I go up in a jealous rage. We're not dating. We're like in a break or whatever, but we just hooked up maybe the night before. And I went up and I, I go, stop dancing with her. Like, oh. I like turned into Batman. Batman. <laughs> 
but just fat man because <laughs> I drank too much whiskey. And I was like, fat man, I fucking, my body's falling apart. So I go to him, I go, Oh, you like, start crying on her. the other side of him? Yeah. Just like, hey man, like whispering in his ear, like. <laughs> you will. <laughs> Oh my god! And every morning I'd show up at his fraternity, Did you like and I'd grab grind her with him. and go like, like, no, honey, so get I, out of the way, or were you literally like, literally? Just, so still this is what I did. This is a true story. I go up, <laughs> I go, let go of her. You're done grinding with her, and he's looking at me like, who? Like, there's no context here. I just went up, <laughs> you know. I like floated in. You were like, that's the it's a loud lady. bar. He just probably hears. He probably sees this. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I go, let go of her. Stop grinding. And I go, you have to count to three. To like, <laughs> you, you swear to my life. You have to count to three. You fucked Not up him the to count to, No, no, no. I said, uh, you have, wait. Till the count of three. You have to count. Yeah, yeah. You have to, you and, have to count to three. <laughs> it's so funny to say to someone. I bet you did say that. <laughs> It's you have till the count of three. Okay. He got the two and he just didn't know what. Oh my God. So I go like this. I swear to God, I go one. I started counting with my hands. I go two. What song's playing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Three yeah. doors down. So I go one, two, three, and I just attack him. Like, like when you over got to two, her, were you like, "Fuck, I have to do this"? Yeah, I was like, "I can't believe he didn't grind me." <laughs> How anything. drunk were you? Were you, you remember this? So you weren't that drunk. I was fucked up. I don't. You don't know get why. blackout drunk, right? I do. Okay, I do. You do but remember for this. some reason? I remember this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. Maybe just whatever. So I start fighting him, right? Yeah. And I he lifts me, picks my shirt over my head, so I'm just punching. I can't see him, but I somehow make out his face. And like with my shirt over my head and I, I hit him and I go to swing again and I'm just like punching air. I'm like, what the hell? I take the shirt off. He's on the ground. Like I, I nailed him pretty Damn. good. Yeah. So then, uh, she's still grinding him. No, 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 no. So then, so then the lights came on in the bar. So now everyone, or is it closing time? No, it's just like <laughs> music stops, lights on. I'm thrown out like like literally like picked up by like three bouncers like a battering ram and i'm outside being like i can't believe fucker and i'm punching uh um i start punching like a fence god always such a cool look like punching inanimate objects when you're angry just punching a fence and then never has that once looked cool then called her probably like a thousand times that night being like uh, what uh, did you do in the morning i I mean did you ever see the guy again no no, no, no fallout from. The, did you guys get back together? Maybe a year later. I don't know. Maybe a month later. Yeah. But she was big on like if I like you said like when I stopped fighting, like I remember we went to like Acapulco for my senior spring break, and I got in the best shape of my life. I was like doing me. I didn't talk to her once in Acapulco. Made out with like two girls. Like was just like completely yeah, like for the, the best first time. Revenge body. Revenge body. And then I literally got back to New Orleans. She comes over that night. We have sex. And then I'm like crying outside her place that night. Like she got me like that. Like it's like a instant. drug. Yeah. You got sober from it. You got in great I did everything shape, I could do. White yeah. knuckling it. And then the second you 
get back in. Yeah, I mean that's and but you know that's probably why I was single for another twenty years because I didn't want any of the. I didn't want to punch a fence. Yeah, I'm not a punching fence guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Was like, it a chain link wooden? It was wooden. I punched a <laughs> hole through it. Really? Yeah. Wilson got hit in the head. <laughs> hey, neighbor. That hurt. <laughs> oh, my God. We finally saw what he looked like. <laughs> well, I mean, his face was bloodied. But it was, he was obscured again. It was bloody to hear. <laughs> Oh my god! But yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like I was spiteful in the moment, but yeah. never. I feel like you've been spiteful. No, I've for little calculating. Spites. Yeah, that's why. That's way. I think we were just talking about how like someone could fear, um, like getting involved with a girl because they might hurt her, and then what could happen? And I was like, well, that doesn't. Like, why do you get scared of hurting me or whatever it could be? And, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh wait, you should be. <laughs> I could. I'm. In, I, I'm not crazy. I'm just smart and yeah, that's the scariest cunning. person. Yeah, and yeah. But the thing is, I I definitely think that was me. Like when I, I if someone doesn't like me, go. Yes. Uh, before, if you didn't like me, I would try to convince you that you should like me. You and probably that's like just, yourself a little more now. Yeah. yeah. It's just that it's not the who I am anymore to operate that way, like out of spite. I'm not saying I like. I don't want to say never, but it's just. I don't know. When guys don't like me now, I'm just like, you're dumb. Like, yeah. how could you? How could you not? Um, Noah, when uh, when have you been spiteful, and what did you do? All right. So uh, the <laughs> all right <laughs> the <laughs> story that I can think of that I think I can share is um, I guess I was being spiteful because I was locked into this relationship where we were break up and get back together, and I was like, I'm gonna do something where he will never take me back. So um, we had broken Whoa, up. Oh, burn it down. Oh, yeah. I was, so I went to the village and I got my nipples pierced by a guy who looked like Slash from Guns N' Roses. You got your nipples pierced? Yeah. Hence the bruising. Wait. Oh, yeah. Noah, yeah. you finally got what you wanted. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to Bloodied have them suck. bruised. Yeah, he put a hole in them with his teeth. I know. Oh, my God. I don't okay, have so them anymore. Did you go alone or did you bring a friend? I took my best friend, Rob, with me. Okay. Oh, yeah. I know him. And um, I was just like. Wait, are they still pierced? I no. have no idea. I don't have okay. them anymore. I took them off. Rock uh, and roll. Like, end of 20s. Like, all through my 20s, I went with them. So wait, so you get your nipples oh pierced God. and then you go back to, okay, so how does this burn it down? Because he didn't like piercings and stuff like that. So I was like, Ooh, he rebellious. will never think I'm attractive <laughs> again. I'll, we'll never get back together. Oh, wow. Did you ever hook up with him after that and realize he didn't really care about the nipples being pierced? Did we hook up? Um, I don't think, I don't think so. I think it. It's something that I did to keep me from going back more than him. <laughs> oh, going okay. Could have been though, because I've done this before. So with Chris, who I've broken up with a lot, he's the one that like doesn't like scents. He doesn't like candles. He doesn't like perfumes. Um, when we, I never like got to put candles in my apartment because he just did never like liked that smell. And he, uh, so when we broke up, we still remained friends. And he came over to like pick up my dog once, and like it was the week, and there was candles <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> And it was me. That's your nipples getting pierced. You know, pierced. I was, yeah. yeah, it was my version of like this thing I finally get to do that I've always wanted to do. Fuck you. I'm going to, like, it was yes. a, it was a fuck you, but it was also like, it was also like, 
I, you knew if this guy really loved you, the nipple thing wouldn't be a deal breaker. He'd you knew you, you were burning it to the ground. You were trying to be yourself finally. Yeah. You know, like you're trying yes, to be the, the, yes. the biggest version of yourself to go. It was like an emancipation. The, like finally I can be myself. And I, I think that I know this isn't going to make you hate me forever, but it's just going to show you that I was trying to be good for you. And that I was trying my best. I was I was keeping a part of myself locked away because I wanted to keep you. And so you'll see now that like you kept me down. Oh. Like that's almost that. Yeah. Um and th- now I would just like I have candles because it's like uh, it's my place and if he wants to come over I'll blow them out out of courtesy but he's got covid no so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. And they smell like dirty vag. Yeah. But wait, so the, the, the I do. Gwyneth lo- Pal- I should do a Gwyneth Paltrow candle. So you know, she has one that smells like vagina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine should smell like BV. Yeah, just put a fish in that mail <laughs> slot of yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My God, it's coming full circle. Damn <laughs> drip. So wait. So do you think though, that, like how? Because I don't think the answer is to get rid of your candles. If you're dating someone that hates candles, no, like, it is because if he he doesn't he didn't like. It really bothered him. The sound, okay. like it's something that it actually, you know, it's like if um. But if your nipples are pierced, like, right, and this guy goes, "Well, I, I don't, I'm, I don't really prefer piercings. Like, I think it's kind of dirty." That's that's fucked up. That's to not me. a like that's not a sensory thing that causes you to get a headache. Well, or something. it's a sensory you know I mean? if he sees it and he's turned off. I guess I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, like, what's the answer? Like, do you do you then? Well, you have candles, but you blow them out when he comes over. You have nipple rings, but you don't. You, you take just take them out when you fuck. Or? No, you just say, listen, sorry. That's what I'm saying. So then I think you keep the can- – or maybe you find a candle that he – maybe it smells like a sports jersey of his favorite hockey player. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think that I do. I don't know what the answer is. I, and I think a lot of girls get um, – because guys are always like, don't get your boobs done. Don't get your lips done. Yeah. Because they think – you're trying to be hotter to get a hotter guy. That's what guys really do think. Don't do can this I, thing. Can I don't be do honest, this. honest, though? I don't think it's just that. I think – for me, like, because, you know, whatever. Because like, I love you, and I don't want you to change your face. It's perfect the way it is. But that's the honest truth. Like, you already, it's not that I'm that. scared of the other guy. It's that you've already, like, so, but, like, I get also, like, doing it for you, and it's not about me at all. But, you know, how often do people get haircuts and dye their hair and do, I got, you know, I got Invisalign because I was going through a breakup. I was just like, you just want to change oh, yeah, something like about revenge, yourself. Yeah. And I wonder what that is, because... I've I've cut my hair, which makes it look worse, in my opinion. I've dyed my hair, which makes it look worse, in my opinion. It wasn't things to make me look hotter to be like you're going to rue the day. It's like almost it's almost like what Noah did, which is like doing something like. that'll make them go. Ugh. Yeah, it's hmm. interesting. I don't know why we do that. So it's like we either get revenge body and we actually, but then that hurts you in other ways too because you know maybe you're just so focused on getting abs that you think it'll be the cure oh to your God. happiness. But yeah. or we. You know, it's a, it's like either you, hit the, you hit the bottle or you hit the gym. Like it's a negative. It's a throttle. strong full throttle. My mom, she liked you the hit waddle. the bottle or you go full throttle. It's all connected. Uh, can we do one more news story be- yeah, before we get to break? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I kind of like this one. Kim Kardashian has seemingly unfollowed Miley Cyrus. <gasps> I loved this one. I was dying to talk about this. <laughs> Holy shit. So Pete and Pete and Miley do New Year's Eve together. Yes. Um, and the, Fallon together as well. They're, okay. They're, so they did a lot of things together. Great connection. So funny. Good chemistry. Yeah. Good comedic energy. 
And then something happened where then Pete obviously reconnects with Kim Kardashian after doing New Year's Eve with Miley and Kim unfollows Miley, which is hilarious that people pay that close attention. But of course they do. Um, So what this means is, is that Miley either disparaged Kim in some way or tried to fuck Pete. But I'm guessing it's the first one. Like she maybe there's something she did or wasn't cool to Pete in some way. It's in the story. Wait, we know what she did? So, so before their yeah. special, oh, sorry, go ahead, Noah. No, no, you you deliver it. You're the news person. No, no, no I'm just reading the, the notes. Ding, ding, yep. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> so Cyrus seemingly put the moves on Davidson while promoting the event, serenading him on the Tonight Show. Okay, and singing, saw that. It should have been me. Yeah, well, that was all joke. Then she was but in his. Yeah, she was seen walking pro- out of his apartment. Oh, maybe that she just following is the like- Tonight Show appearance. Cyrus was spotted heading to Davidson's. She went all the way to the Staten Island condo. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's tough to get back. Following Fallon or, bef- yeah, following, or after New Year's Eve? following the appearance of The Tonight Show. Okay, well, Davis- they still had to work on bits, so they might have been going over stuff. That's true, too. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's what we're saying it's about is her jealousy, but I think it's because Miley and Pete aren't cool either. And we can't really track if he's following her and if they had a falling out, but I'm guessing something happened between them and Kim is just being... Um, Supportive of that. Supportive, my, supportive. Like I think Miley and Pete clashed in some way. Yeah. And that oh. Pete told, and Pete's done with Miley, and so out of support, oh, Kim is yeah. like, "Yeah, fuck her." Oh. That is my thought process. Interesting. I don't. I don't. I love I, how we make it though about like she does it. She thinks she's trying. I would keep. I would never. If I was jealous of a girl trying to fuck my boyfriend, I would keep following her. I wouldn't. Mm. If I unfollowed her, that means. I'm threatened by you. You have a reason to. Would you? Would you mute? Would you, could, you mute her? Um, no, I wouldn't even. Do, I would do. Yeah, I'd probably mute her because she can't tell on on her. End. Yeah, she can't tell on her. But but no, you kind of. I feel I like you it. like to see the boogeyman. I do not. Well, I, first of all, if I you know if what I mean? sense that someone wanted to fuck my boyfriend, which I believe me happens a lot because I've seen it, I would be very turned on. I would be like, good. Someone, Miley Cyrus wants to fuck my boyfriend. I would not be threatened by it at all because he would go be with her if he wanted to be with her. But I could see Kim being threatened. Miley is an amazing performer. She doesn't have any kids. She's never, she has been married. Yeah, so let him go. She's younger. You're going to lose him if if he is going to be, if he's going to go with her, he's, you're going to lose him anyway. Let him go. And yeah. Kim, you Kim unfollowing is like a her boss. Is a, I don't think she's. Huh? I don't think Kim is. No, intended. no, no. I think she I just, is a boss, but there are just didn't certain want things attention. that Miley can do that she can't do. Right, but I think it, the way I interpreted it was that Kim was like, "I'm not going to pay you any mind. You do not exist to me." And it was like, unfollowed. but she unfollowed her. That's paying her mind. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like that's um, a. It's that, just yeah. such a. It's it's a. It's like we were saying before. It's the opposite of love. Opposite yeah. of it's. It's she's thinking about her. She's pay, she is paying her mind by even thinking to unfollow her. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just this whole thing of like, if someone, if a girl, there's this, there was a girl that I noticed really throwing it at the guy I'm dating, and I said to him like, "This girl likes you. It's clear." And it's crystal fucking clear to me. And I was, there was a tinge of me being like, um, like annoyed that she knows that he has a girl, he's seeing someone and she knows it's me. And yet she still went on to flirt with him. There's a little bit of like, that's disrespectful. Like, but maybe she heard you say that you're cool with him fucking other girls. Mm. 
Uh, I don't think she did. Yeah. But if if she did, that there's a different yeah. thing. But um, no. But like when he would mention me around her, she would never say anything. Uh, it, the conversation would drop off. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She wouldn't acknowledge it. Now, so, do you do you think though if she was? But you said Miley Cyrus, you wouldn't care. There's mm-hmm. no part of you that's like competitive of like. Oh, this person's more famous. This person more successful. This person's prettier than I don't want him. If I feel like I'm superior to the woman, then no. it doesn't bother me as much. No, um, because there are women that are more talented than me that have liked my yeah. guy, and I just, of course, there's like, oh god, sh- she's better at this stuff. But then I just go, is she a better hang? Is she, be-? you know, I yeah, just, yeah. there's more to that. If I'm gonna, and he should feel the same way. Anyone who dates me, I'm gonna be have a chance at some pretty hot, talented people because of the profession I'm in. And if every single one of them, I go, oh, I get, I get a crush on every one of them, and they threaten my relationship, then no one should be with me because that's gonna happen all the time. Yeah. Uh, you have to trust the person that even though the person's more talented than you, or hotter than you, or skinnier, sec, more sexy, that they have integrity. And that's and you could always thing. just give the old three, two, one. You know, make them count to I three. I go, you need to count to three. <laughs> one, two, it's punch and fence time. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let's slip. take a break and come back with Why Do I Care? No. That was Why Do I Care? Sports moment. Oh, my God. It's Thursday. I know. Time has flown. We also miss Mondays. All right. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, 
further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. To, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother, all nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. We're back. It's time for Sports Moment. Here's Andrew's weekly sports moment. Oh, here we go. <laughs> okay. What is it? All right, Antonio Brown. Do you know who he is? I've heard his name. So he's a wide receiver in the of- NFL. Okay. He, uh, he got. He was added. He was the be- literally top three receiver in the NFL. Okay. Unbelievable. Then I'll he, pretend like I know what a receiver is. Wide receiver, they catch balls. Whatever on the, on the side because they're wide. Yeah, like so. Wide equals on the side. So they're farther away from the quarterback. Are they so usually bigger men, like wider as well? No, they're okay. usually skinnier. Actually. Okay, wide receiver, got it. Uh, and the tight end is wider than the wide receiver. And where are the tight ends in the Closer. middle? Tight oh. end. They're like, tight on the end. But they're oh, they're on the end though still. <laughs> on the end of the line, the wide receiver is not on the line. Oh for, god. So okay. anyhow. So he I, got he has this, ter- this is why do I care? Okay, yeah. yeah. So Antonio Brown, okay, I'll just get to it. Says that he apparently his coach Apparently. Apparently his coach pressured him to play with a severe ankle injury and accuses the Bucks of an ongoing cover up to see their doctors. So this is what happened. This past weekend. He's in the game. He also lied about getting a COVID vaccine, and he was suspended for three games. And he has a history of being in trouble. So it's a lot of, like, uh, the boy that cried wolf. So now he's saying that he was on the sideline. He has an ankle injury. The coach goes up to him. We want you in the game. He goes, I can't. My ankle. 
Mm. He goes, stop being a pussy. We need you in the game. Do we have footage of this? I mean, aren't they always being filmed on the sidelines? Can't we uh, read some lips? We haven't seen footage of this. Okay. It might come out. Sure. Apparently, there's text, apparently, of, of him telling that the coach knows that he has a shitty ankle. Okay. Yeah, I would believe that any time any of the best players are injured in any way, they get a hangnail, the coach fucking knows. Yeah. Right? Uh, you would think. Okay. Yeah, beca- and then, but a lot of times it's like put a shot in it and shut the fuck up. Like yeah. there's still that. Like, like when I was on Dancing with the Stars, fucking yeah. numb it up and go out there and let's win this. So, so or let's get kicked off first. So he goes, "I'm not going." He goes, "Okay, well, now Antonio Brown is claiming that he cut him right there. Now he was already dealing with the cut him, cut him. Like you're off the team, you're Got fired. It. Oh, so Antonio Brown stands up, goes out on the on field, shitty angle. takes out, takes off all his, his clothes. <laughs> His jersey, his shoulder pads. Is there footage he's of shirt- this? Yes, yeah. he's shirtless. Is everyone going, what the fuck is happening? Yes. Did you see this live? Yes. Okay. Everyone's going fucking nuts. Security thinks he's a streaker. They didn't even like put it together because a couple of them didn't see that he's taking off all his fucking clothes. Right. He's not naked, mm-hmm. but top off. And he's jogging around. So now everyone's like, well, your ankle's fine enough to do this dance. But mm-hmm. it's obviously a different thing, cutting and trying Wait, to- Wait, be- cutting from someone from the game or the team? From the From the team. Like so, you kicked off my team. Yeah. So he, he was claiming he was fired before he quit. You can fire someone on the sidelines. Well, you could tell them. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Is it but, up to only a coach to fire someone? No, it could be. Uh, the coach makes the final. Wouldn't the owner say, the probably GM, yeah, have yeah. a little bit of a say in it too? Okay. For sure. But at that point, so now everyone's going. At first, they're going. Well, he has a lot of men- like mental disease, so a lot of people are saying like, "Oh, he has CTE," and they're jumping to all these conclusions like, "Oh, he's such a piece of shit." And then other people are like, "Wow, he's finally someone standing up to this fucking patriarchy of like, shut the fuck up and play. We're paying you a lot of money. Don't we don't you care know what if patriarchy you get hurt." Means, but go on, huh? I don't think you understand what patriarchy he means. He thinks it's the the football team, the Patriots. <laughs> Yeah, and they're under the archie over in St. Louis. Patriarchy is about uh, (laughs) men. So you can't have a patriarchy within a male-dominated, like a a solely male industry. You know what I mean? There's some trainers that are women. I Anyhow. mean, they would they would be able to talk about the patriarchy, but a man can't say there's the he's tired so of the patriarchy. If, so what do we do? This is maybe a like a, a hierarchy, um, a elitist hierarchy. 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 There we That's go. That's good. There you go. Good. So, anyways, <laughs> now people are questioning. Now this guy also there's a lot. He's been accused of sexual assault. He's he's a rapper on the side. Oh, like, how dare he! I know that's I, that's the line. <laughs> He's accused of sexual assault. He raps. Okay, <laughs> like okay. no, but like he has a lot of like off field. Like he had a lot of off field. So where situations. do we, where does the story end? So the story ends with do we believe? It? Well, here's a question, right? If someone has repeated behavior that's apparently negative and they're lying and. It's, it is like the boy that cries wolf because then it's like, okay, so he's lied about all this shit. He's fucked up so many times. Let's go to the x-ray. Go to the x-ray. Let's see Let's see the x-ray of his ankle. Let's see what's going on. I guess, let's yeah, see I guess that. he has to show his ankle. Yeah, he has to show his ankle. And show show the receipts show of the, the text. Show the text that he knows. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like. But so don't you he, think a lot of people Why don't... would you get cut for having a bad ankle? Or would you well, get cut for cut lying for about? The, yeah, for lying, saying it's hurt more than it is, and yeah, not going in the game. Yeah, this guy has had enough. The, whoever cut him had enough of this guy's bullshit. Yes, and he didn't you know, want him on the team in the first place. Tom Brady is, vouched for him. 
Well, that's that's what happens when you're a liar. You don't get trusted when you actually need help, potentially. And that's the fallout from being a fucking liar. But this is what they do. They go, oh, we feel so bad for him. I hope we're here for him. They spin it to make him seem like he he's crazy. So then well, his- everyone's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Everything that you could ever say about someone is because of something going on in their brain that they did not choose to happen. Yes. So this is back to the Sam Harris thing of no free will. When someone shoots up, uh, does a mass shooting, and they go to the autopsy, and they see their brain, and it's riddled with CTE, you go, that's because he had CTE. That wasn't his fault. Or if someone murders a bunch of people and they're declared insane, it's not their fault. They don't, you know, they're not eligible for the death penalty. But literally anything you do is because something is going on in your brain that you don't know. I know, but isn't it annoying that... That they get to then spin him as a liar and, oh, we feel bad for him and I hope he gets help. It's a way for for them to Who's not bad? be responsible, the hierarchy. For them to go, oh, we didn't fire him. He's making shit up, whatever. Like, Well, they, they should have empathy for this maniacal yeah. liar because, I mean, that it's – he – even people that are so bad, like they just, he can't help that he's a fucking liar and that he grew up with parents and a brain and a situation that made him into this person that has to continually lie and manipulate. Like, well, I the guess other thing too is they it, hired him. It is a him. sickness. It is a, just are they as coddling much of a, him? Like, they won the Super Bowl last year. He was fine then. You know, yeah. he was in, he, he was in line then. Yeah. And now that he only has four touchdowns, he has a decent, like, uh, season going on. Yeah. They're already winning without him. Like, then they go, okay, so now now you have issues. Yeah. Last season you didn't have issues. And also, do you keep him playing football to protect him, you know, uh, from himself? You know what I mean? Like, because without this, like, sense of, like, passion and direction, is he going to go and fucking be really nuts? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's, it's Oh, it's, you keep him playing football to protect him? Yeah, no, I don't think they care about that. They're not, like, mitigating yeah. <laughs> potential losses on the outside for other – like, let's keep him away from – hurting his partners by having him go to practice more. No, they don't care about that. They don't give a fuck. No, no, no. Um, Let's get to Fanthrax. I'm going to have you count to three. (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited to hear from you guys. What do we have today, Noah? All right. Here's, uh, we'll kick things off with a message from Stevie. Hi, Nikki, Andrew, and Noah. My name is Stevie, and I've been wanting to call into the podcast almost every time there's something that you guys say that resonates with me or advice that I really take to heart. But finally, what's instigating my voicemail today is a mispronunciation that I had. I drive around a lot for work and was pulling into a neighborhood and checking in with the gate attendant there and gave the street name Pamela and was driving through the neighborhood after they let me in. And I saw the names on the streets were like Catherine Street and Jackie Street. And I realized it was Pamela Street, not Pamela. So (laughs) that made me kind of feel pretty dumb. And I hope you guys appreciate that. So anyways, love you guys. And uh, Jack, 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 Turkey. (laughs) Jack, Jerk, Turkey. I bet it was a Thanksgiving. (laughs) Around Thanksgiving is when she loved that. Pamela. You know what, though? I don't hate it. I don't hate it. No. First of all, I kind of like how that sounds. Yeah. Also, why are all the streets named after, like, first names? That's ja- kind of weird, too. Street. Yeah, that was weird. No, you don't want to live on that street. No. No one wants to live Denise. in that development. Court? The- no. Court. 
I know one guy named Court. Oh, right? Court's a good name. I kind of like it. Yeah. What about Stevie for a girl? I like I it. I love the or name Stevie. Stevie. Nicks. Yeah. Yes, it's so good. It's such a cool, it's like Sheila. It's like an 80s, like cool, badass chick wearing shoulder plaids in yeah. her blazer. Yeah, I don't mind Pamela. I I, I think, what was it, Pamela? Or Pam- Pamela. Pamela. She called it Pamela. Yeah, like Parmesan. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of street, she said Saint because she thought it was like St. Louis. Um, when you write St. Louis, oh, is this the uh, question you had? Where St. Like, Louis is very annoying. And it, I, when you put it in the airplane thing on Southwest, they go, it doesn't you show can't up. have apostrophes. Doesn't show up. Or, or you can't have a punctuation. So the ST, like period, sometimes you just got to write ST. Yes. Sometimes you got to write the whole write sa- saint. saint. It won't show up. That's bullshit. It sucks. Maybe because of St. Croix. There are the other saints, I mean. I'm just saying, like, is that why? I don't Maybe. know. I don't know. Anyhow. But STL is Wait, what were you going to say? Cool... How do I write it? How do you write it? Yeah. ST. You call our our street. I'm not going to say we're our street, yeah. but you constantly mispronounce that. Yeah. And it's just the way it is. It's like my buddy has the last name L-E-M-B-O, and I say Limbo. L-E-M-B-O? L-E-M-B-O. So it's Lembo, right? Lembo. Lembo, but you say Limbo? Yeah. Like L-I. Yeah. And I just, just consistently do it. Well, at first, I just that was so it's similar to our street. What about in uh, in New York, uh, Houston Street? You got to say Houston. At first, you say Houston. Yeah, you definitely say Houston. Yeah, and then it just becomes Houston, and you just never. Oh, there's one neighborhood in L.A. though that I can constantly cannot pronounce right. Luigi's but why like did twitching. they do that with Houston? Is to be like like I think it's, it's probably named after someone where their last name was pronounced Houston. I think it's to be bougie. And not be Houston, Houston. We have a problem because I don't know how. It's like how people pronounce Lebanon, 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 Lebanon. Steve, Steve Lebanon. Lebanon, Stevie Lebanon. <laughs> All right, Noah. What's the next one? All right, uh, here's one. He didn't leave a name, but wants some advice. Hey, Nikki, Noah, and Andrew. Uh, I love the podcast. I used to watch oh, your Sirius XM and the ULAP podcast, so oh I'm God, a big fan. Um, I've recently please. decided that I want to cut back on how much I drink, specifically. Um, not mm. drinking during the week. Um, and so I read the first mm. third of the Alan Carr book that you recommended. But if I'm honest, it just yes, didn't third. really do a whole lot for me. I feel like I didn't really get mm. what he was getting at. And he just kind of talked in circles. And please don't be mad at me for saying that because mm. I know it's helped you and a lot of people. So I was just interested in hearing if you had any other resources or suggestions that had helped you. Also, what helped um, Andrew mm. and uh, Noah kind of get their drinking under control. Mm. Um, I really liked how you talked about how it isn't liquid courage because if it wasn't, firemen and police officers would be uh, drinking it to go and do their job, but they don't. So that was really um, <laughs> helpful thank and powerful. You. So thank you for that. And I love the oh, podcast thanks. and I'm going to keep listening and I hope you get this voicemail. Yes. Um, mm. Do you have anything for him? Because I know you didn't read the Alan Carr book. What What has helped you? What uh, I saw the cover. Um, I think like... You read a third of the cover. I read a third of the cover. I read Al. Um, one bound. So I think that it depends how much he's drinking during the week. I think a lot of people justify it. Like, oh, it's just like... I think this prob- he's probably drinking enough to feel sick in the morning because otherwise it wouldn't be a problem. Well, that's the thing. Like, just because you're not being sick in the morning, it still can be a sickness, I guess. is I guess that's the advice I'd give him. Like, maybe it's not impeding on his life other than the fact that he just wants to stop you know Mm -hmm. so i don't know i think like you just gotta what i would do is i would write down what are the pros and what are the cons 
and literally write down like what what am I getting out of this? Because that's know? what the Alan Carr book is about is about anything you think you're getting out of it. He proves it wrong. So yeah. I would have liked to hear what this guy has to say of yeah, like why why he likes it because obviously that the thing about it makes you courage like it gives you social skills that you don't you normally lack and having courage that resonated because it doesn't give you courage it just makes you stupider. Um, I think that something that I wouldn't that is not in that book that I would advise that's helped me for the other things I've quit without that book is um, n- when you do it, like don't say you're not going to drink. Like don't make these things of like I'm not drinking Monday through Thursday mm-hmm. or Sunday through Thursday. Yeah, Like don't have these black and white things. Just play it by ear. And when you want to have a drink during the week and you're feeling this like already like guilt bubbling up of like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Don't just do it. Just do what you want right now. Just truly do what you want and be like, I need this. I want this. I need it. I'm not hurting anyone. Like, I'm not choosing to do this because I want to hurt myself or anyone else. I clearly need this right now. And fucking just enjoy it and do what you want without any guilt. Um, That, to me, I think is the true first step of cutting back because the shame around drinking and the shame you feel when when you have that first drink and then you go, well, if I had one, I already broke the seal. Let's fucking go wild. If you just are like, I just want, I just want it. And mm-hmm. I just don't like, for me, quitting so that, pot so was that, the same way. I just like kept trying to like make all these rules for myself. Yes. And every time I would break one, I would feel so bad that I would just smoke all the pot and I would mm. feel terrible. But when I first started just being like, I just want it. And uh, that's okay. Like, I'm not a bad person because I want to smoke a little weed right now. Like, I'm not doing it. This isn't because I want to like, hurt anyone or even myself i so just you take want the it. power out of it you just take the shame out yeah. of it take this just do it because you want to do it and i swear to god when you start getting in the habit because you're not obviously ready to quit right now to the guy that was calling in and that's fine like you fucking need it still and it will fall away when it's ready to if you take the shame out of needing it now because there's nothing wrong with needing it right now the other thing too is you know when i was drinking There'd be times where I'd get so fucked up on the weekends. Like, it sounds like he's a weekend warrior, too, because he's like, I'm not going to stop drinking yeah. on the weekends. Yeah. That you would want to drink on maybe a Monday or Tuesday, just a little bit, just to kind of soothe that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's like, your problem during the week could be stemmed from what you're doing on the weekend. So, yes. maybe if you could control the weekend a little bit. Maybe it won't. Not saving it all up for the weekend because like. Well, that's the other thing too. So just drink whatever the fuck you want. That's what I would tell this guy. Let yourself. It will go away when it's ready to. You're not ready to let it go. Mm -hmm. And that is so okay. Like it's not time for you yet. And you'll know when it is. And I know that you even wanting like, you know, sniffing around it and being like, what what is this? And, And reading the book and like being interested. You're obviously it's eventually going to be there yeah. for you, but it isn't now. I wish that someone would have given me that advice with pot because I've just spent years hating myself over using it when I knew I wanted to quit mm-hmm. instead of just fucking enjoying the fact that I was doing it because I was just, I wasn't ready. And mm-hmm. it fell away as soon as I let go of the shame of doing it. I swear to God, it didn't take long for me to just go, just laugh at yourself and go, well, I guess I need this. And let yourself have it because there's no point in doing it if you're not going to enjoy it. Yeah, I didn't quit drinking. You know, a lot of people are like, what's your rock bottom? I didn't quit after fucking having 50 shots and doing 
count making a guy count to three. Which I, some for some people, some a rock people bottom that, is the moment where you realize sure. it's done. I'm just saying, but for me, what happened was. Like you said, it wasn't really that big of a deal. I didn't feel a ton of shame around drinking. I was just tired of it. I just, it, I wasn't giving it anything. I, it, I quit after yes. having literally a, a, a half of a tall boy Coors Light. Yeah. That was the last time I ever drank. Yeah. Because I was just like, what am I doing? Why am I? I'm tired. I'm more tired. Yes. I'm just like, it's just like, eh. It'll it's not be, really doing anything for I me. Really I'm not going out. I'm not fucking like raging like it's It'll not be easy to it's it will be easy for you it will be easier than you think to quit when you're actually ready to do it yeah and i that's not you know when i quit uh my eating disorder behavior it was not easy it was a struggle and it was never like it so there are time but the thing is i was ready to do it i just knew i was ready and i knew i didn't have an option this guy that's called an you seem like you're not at a point where you're like, I'm out of options. You didn't hit like a gross bottom. You, you don't seem like you're tired of it yet because you want to try to still like do it on the weekend. Just don't do any rules for yourself for now. Like for now, dude, truly enjoy it. And with no judgment of yourself, because I have no judgment of you wanting to drink during the week. Don't don't make rules for yourself. No rules. That is, I want you to try that out and get back to me and see what happens. And it truly, because... There's no point in drinking if you're not going to enjoy it. Like, just f- stop this. If you're doing something right now that you feel bad about, overeating, smoking pot, uh, you know, whatever you're doing that you know you shouldn't, don't, just enjoy it. Because there's going to be a time where you don't do it, and you're going to miss it. So just enjoy it right now. Why why lump shame onto it? And here's the thing. I still miss it. It's not like it goes away either. Like, yeah. I think a lot of people think, oh, you quit. And it's like, oh, you you did it. You're. It's like I still have these same exact thoughts. I still fucking sometimes want to just get fucking hammered on the weekend and like yeah. I could just do it. You know, but like, you have so much, like so much behind you to prove that that's not going to bring. But you- that's also another thing that I I hate about sobriety. Sometimes is like the keeping. Drink. Because that's their shame behind that. That's like another thing of like. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you wanted to drink someday, I would not. If you told me I drank last night, I I would literally go, okay, so what? And I would still let you say that you were sober and that you had years. I wouldn't give you shit because the second you start being feeling bad about something is the second you're going to use it all the more. Let's get to final thoughts. And uh, what's our what's our uh, last fanthrax? Okay, last Fanthrax is from Cora. Hey, Nikki. I was listening to your podcast late last night while I couldn't sleep, and I heard you guys talking about men's vulnerability when they're horny, and it reminded me of this guy I talked to for a while. I was drunk one night with friends and wanted to prove this very thing, so I decided to text him and lightly flirted with him. This turned into an easy way to get attention from a guy without actually having to see him or hook up with him. I told him multiple times that I'd hook up with him, which even prompted him to come to my parents' house and wait outside for 30 minutes as I told him I didn't want to sneak out of my house. Oh my God. We talked for almost two years, and the only reason it ended was when I started dating my current boyfriend. Recalling that experience reminded me of that weird female sense of empowerment and control. I'm Mm. so sad I missed your Denver show, especially considering it was your special taping, but I hope to see you whenever you come back to Colorado. I love you and your podcast, and you are by far the best dating show host, and you added so much needed intelligent humor to the show. I hope y'all are doing well, and thank you for the sense of friendship you've created with your fans. Love y'all. Oh, she like read what? it like a letter, dude. I love she when they write that it out. out. Oh. It's so sweet. Um, <sighs> that's I've done that so many times of where I just like 
I don't know edging, if it's about the edging. The it's guy. not about the control, which I like that she was like in control there. Sometimes it's for me where I've gotten a guy to like be like, I'll 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 go I'll go there, and then they show up, and you're like, oh, I don't, I'm not like my vagina might be weird, or like I I just. I'm too nervous to hook up or whatever. Like I just make a lie and I'm like, I can't because my dog is sick or whatever. You just, but it's about just wanting to get the attention of like Mm -hmm. someone would. And like, I, sometimes I just want to keep it. I want, I want to keep intimacy away. I just want to keep it on text. Now, do you think that's leading someone on? Like, is that, is that something negative with that to lead someone on? Yeah. Even if maybe they're getting off on being let on. I feel like that, I feel like this guy did not. Uh, I mean, the guy's waiting. He was not her invited house th- to go over to her house because I feel like she probably he probably just showed up, which then, then that's not on her. Yeah. But if she were like, come over, and then you know what? At, if she if she did that knowing she was going to turn him down, yeah, that kind of sucks. But I I've done it where I'm like, yeah, I want to do it, and then it like well, yeah, it, that's it a different thing. And you're like, yeah. no, oh my god, I like that's always my biggest fear is that I'm going to start hooking up with someone and I'll think I'm into it. And then in the middle of it, I'll stop wanting it. And then I'll keep doing it out of like feeling bad. But there's also something to it where it's like, she, you know, she obviously writes well, like yeah. there's gotta be like a feeling of like, like dopamine of like getting this person to do just from my words. You yes. know what I mean? I mean, that's kind of sexy in a way. It's like, so sexy. I made this guy wait 30 minutes because I used to write like emoji. Oh, and it's so <laughs> scary that, you know what's so scary is when you get a guy so like there are times where with my, the guy I'm seeing now, I will, and I probably talked about this before. I will not want him to finish mm-hmm. because I won't want to lose that energy that I have cultivated from him yes. being horny and i know as soon as he comes it'll is his like in, interest in me in that way will be faded like oh, when we were in hawaii like we hooked up one night before we went to dinner and i was like dude i don't want you to finish because i wanted him to be like all over me at dinner like i wanted that like but then he started fucking his chicken. i almost i just never <laughs> i could see him just like fucking the mashed potatoes because he got it he started fucking one of the fish because you know <laughs> COVID knows. Couldn't smell it. Um, no, I... Is there... Noah, do you relate to that? Like, knowing that when guys come, they're just not going to be as, like, hands all over you. And I... It's almost like Christmas oh, yeah. Eve. Like, I never want Christmas to end. Right. I never want the good... The, the yeah. anticipation to end. There is something... I, yeah. I don't want to That's what come. I think um, Cora was getting at. Like, she just enjoyed the guy having the hots for her, but she didn't mm-hmm. want to really reciprocate. And it was on him to just stop. Because it will go away. Yeah. It's, I just feel bad for that guy a I little bit because I do think like then it's like the next time someone like I don't know it, no, it's just gonna like, it's gonna hinder things that are yeah gonna I know make it's gonna hinder someone. him though from like having trouble like, it's gonna maybe he can learn from that sure. and you know be to a not little show up less for thirty aggressive. minutes like don't keep yeah, your car running I mean yeah it's it's what, tricky though because. I have trust issues by guys coming and then being disinterested in me and not just, you know, not touching me all over at dinner, but like truly being like, I don't want to be with you anymore. I do know because all of this was based me saying I wanted to be with you was all based on the fact I wanted to fuck you. And now Mm -hmm. I got to and it's just like, I don't like you anymore. And I just go, what? There is something about like that first texting, too. That's like the sexting and like before you have sex, it is so fucking hot. And then even but even like the month of like. Then no, the we're gonna fir- fuck again. Honeymoon yeah. period is just so like so if I good. wrote a sex to Brenna right now, she'd be like, "Are you? Is, is something happening? Are you? Is this for someone else? <laughs> yeah. Because this is not our vibe. 
Yep. Our vibe is, did you, did you, did you like fucking put the boxes away? Yes. Oh, that's so cute. You know, like, but yeah, I, it used to be. But maybe I should spice it up like that again yeah. somehow. And but maybe tell her. Well, today you. I was going through Instagram. Or I just pulled it up, and there was a video of Chris on his um, morning show that came up. Yeah. Juggling, Juggling. And I was just like, oh. and I was like, oh my God, that guy's so fucking hot. Like, my first thing was like, who the fuck is that? And I, I wrote to him, I was like, it is such a nice surprise to be like, my mouth went, was agape at how yeah. hot this guy was. And then I realized he's the guy that I'm seeing. Like, it was such a good feeling that, and there's been times where I've told him, like, I've seen pictures of him just like that, where, or I'll see like him at a store where we've like kind of moved up and he'll try on a shirt. And so he'll be, and I'll go like, whoa, that guy's hot. Or I see him on Instagram or whatever. And I go, it makes me go like, who's that guy? And I go, I want you just to know though, like if I do have that response to a guy, like I'm not going to like attempt to like hook up with that person. Yes. I like, I had to assuage his fears of like me not trying to fuck him in a situation. That's like, so I'm, like, funny. I'm not going to fuck you behind your back. Behind your, yes. <laughs> He was like, I appreciate you saying that because a little part of me is Dude, like, why is she getting so turned on by people she thinks are other people? Yesterday, because I went to Brenna's work, I got a facial and- And you came out of the place and then you saw her. Well, well no, like, she was working shit. there. She's like behind the desk and oh, like, yeah. I'm like, God, I want to like, I want to fuck this receptionist. <laughs> like, and like, she was like going through like the list of like, because I had to fill out some forms. She's like, fill out these forms. I'm like- I was getting, I was like, is there a, jan- I, I literally said, is, is there a janitor closet? Cause like, I was so fucking turned on yesterday. That's so great. Like, it was, you got, sometimes you got to see your partner outside of, mm-hmm. ev- like, your daily shit. Ugh. Like, you gotta, like, that's a big, it's like when you, you see remember. your own reflection thing. in a mirror. What was that, Noah? What Andrew just said is a big uh, point that Esther Perel makes. Yeah. Just to see your partner in, like, other worlds. Oh my God. Stuff. I have been in other jobs. loving Esther Perel's podcast. Oh. Where should we begin? I've listened to it so much. It is just coupling couples and couple uh, couples counseling sessions, and the the one that I listened to yesterday that I really recommend is like um, let me just look at it so um, people can uh, check it out because it was so. I want to know what people think about this girl. I don't mean to be mean, but that was the name of the episode. Mm. I don't mean to be mean, but and um, uh. I mean all of them are so good but they're they're not couples she's been seeing for a long time it's one off deals she doesn't see them again it's just one session and it's it's and then this session she kind of loses her cool and she gets sucked into their relationship and starts kind of like acting like the girl she starts she at one point she realizes like she's yelling at the girl for being dismissive of the guy and bossing him around and she goes in that moment she's like you know commentating on her therapy and she's like in this moment i realized what i was telling her not to do i was doing directly to her sometimes as a therapist you think you are getting through to them like it's interesting yeah. to hear a therapist talk about being a therapist <laughs> yeah, it's like i didn't getting, know there was like it's like a movie when they like have director yes it's like, it, uh, it, it, it and she's so good um you got to check it out. So it's where should we begin? Esther Perel, E S T E R Perel, and that's uh, I don't mean to be mean, but is the episode. So um, we'll see you tomorrow on the sh- or uh, Monday on the show. Uh, don't be cool out there. And Jack, Jack- be nimble, Jackie Quick. Oh, that one is good. <laughs> There's two. I should have saved the other second one. No, Jack be quick doesn't work on its own. Or will it on Monday? We shall see. One bell. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? 
Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 